Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and we are back. I'm Patricia Raskin. We're talking today in the second half of the program about survivor care tips and specifically about burn survivors, but this applies to any survivor. My guest is Celia Belt. She is the founder of the award-winning Moonlight Fund, which is a nonprofit organization that provides financial and emotional assistance to burn survivors and their families. A burn survivor herself, Celia recognized the need for survivor care. Along with Henry Coffin III, she started the Texas-based charity in 1998, and then the organization has grown to help nearly 10,000 burned survivors across this country. We're talking about her new book, Remarkably Intact, where she passionately describes the challenges of a burn and abuse survivor and gives inspiration for anyone who is struggling on their own difficult path. Welcome, Celia. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So let's talk about um, burn survivors, and certainly we can personalize this. After this happened for you, you may want to share a little of your story, but how life changed and maybe just how, you know, what was the first thing that you did to overcome the hurdle, but describe a little bit of your story. Well, I was burned when I was quite young. So I grew up this way. It was a way of life. I knew nothing different than being a burn survivor. So for me, that was the norm. And um, having grown up that way, there there was nothing else other than that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until my 20s, my 30s, um, and when I began to volunteer on the burn unit that I saw that there were other people whose lives were changed overnight, that this mm. was something that was traumatic and that it was, you know, completely debilitating to their lives, that it changed each and every aspect of their lives and that they needed help both on the emotional side, the financial piece of it, and the medical piece of it, that they were going to need help in every area of their life, as were their families. Mm-hmm. So that makes it different from what you went through, because as you said, it was just it was part of your life that you learned to accept at a young age. Yeah, yeah. To, to me, it was and, just, you know, next year's another surgery, and... You know, mm-hmm. this is just the way I look, and um, yeah, people are going to stare, and I'm going to be a little different. And well, what uh, what gave you just, the what what gave you the confidence? What gave you the confidence? You know, even as a child, I mean, it's very hard to go through this at any age, but as a child, it's uh, you know, what, um, what quite honestly, I don't know that I had the confidence. Um, I, it it just was what it was. Um, my parents uh, really tried their best to cover it up with makeup and clothing. I mean, it was, to them, it was a shameful thing. It was a bit mm-hmm. of a secret for them. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to keep it under wraps. 
and mm. they did their best to do that. Um, do you think that's a good want... thing? Do you think that's a good thing or not? No, I no, I don't at all. I don't at all. Um, I think that a child that's burned um, should not be kept undercover. I think that a child that's burned should be inspired to play basketball, baseball, play the piano, should walk out in public with their burns and learn to accept the looks and the stares of others, should um, acknowledge that they're different, um, Mm. but also acknowledge the gifts they have. And what are those gifts? Those gifts might be, you know, playing the saxophone. Those gifts might be, you know, Little League. Uh, but to cover those up, you know, when, when we start covering up our scars and we start hiding who we really are, we become secretive and secrets take us to a place in our mind and our heart that are not healthy places for a Mm -hmm. child or an adult. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so with each family I've worked with that has a child that's been burned, I've really tried to encourage them to... You know, yeah, your child's burned. You're going to go out in public. You're going to get stares. You're going to get looks. You might get a comment. Um, Try to work with all that and try to handle all that with all the kindness in your heart and look back. You know, don't look away. Look back and Mm -hmm. look back with kindness and have your child look back with kindness and accept that your child is different. So let me ask So let me ask you this because let's go back to your parents who did what they knew which was it was was hard for them and it was you know whatever whatever that feeling was for them what would you say to parents today who are going through this now with a child like you were a child and they have those feelings of shame and and what did I do and you know I want to cover this up what would you say to them should they get therapy should they go for help should the whole family go for help what do you think Celia absolutely go for help in fact the Moonlight Fund pays for a lot of counseling for the whole family because it's not just the child that needs counseling it's the mom the dad the sister the brother Everyone's involved in this. The whole family's involved in this, and they all need counseling. They all need to accept and know how to manage this injury and how to manage it in public and in private because now they have a damaged piece of goods. And forgive me for saying that, but they've got Mm. a child, they've got a family member Mm -hmm. that's now looked at as damaged. So counseling Mm -hmm. is extraordinarily important, and we pay for a lot of that, and we believe in that highly. And I would say to those parents also, don't cover it up. Yes, cover it up in a way that's going to protect it from the sun. Use sunscreen. Sure. That child's going to need sunscreen for the rest of his life. I still have to use sunscreen, and I'm 56 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're going to need to do that. But don't go out in public and try to hide because that teaches that child that they're different and they have to hide. And what are they hiding from? They don't need to hide. They don't need to hide from anything. They are strong and dynamic and beautiful young human being, and they Mm -hmm. don't need to hide from anything. 
They need to go out and they need to be whatever they want to be. You know, if if they want to be the best basketball player or the best flutist or whatever they want to be, they need to be it. Mm. And they just need to know that this is an injury. This is an accident. And they're not the only ones. You know, there's 600 plus large thermal injuries that happen each year mm-hmm. here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's very little help out there for them. Um, oh, the what do you think? Kind of stands alone. What do you think are the main things that people have to accept? I mean, number one, it's the different look, right? It's a look that isn't so pleasant. That's number one. Number two, is there pain involved long term? Physical pain. Um. Yeah, I mean, there, there's pain, like, in, in the summertime, of course, the sun affects our burns and causes some pain. They become a mm. bit hypotropic. In the wintertime, also, uh, our scars become a bit thick and dense, mm-hmm. and that causes some pain and some itching. Um, what other people see, the pain, what other people see, it's a little bit, I always put drowning and burns on the same level um, mm. as far really? as what the world sees. Yes, uh, because we're terrified of drowning and we're terrified of burns. Mm. Uh, we can't all see drowning because drowning is done and gone, so we don't see that. Mm. But we can see a burn survivor. And when mm-hmm. we see a burn survivor and we see those scars, it's terrifying to us mm. because we, as a non-burn survivor, see that. And, you know, we, we, you know, in our minds, we go through this, ow, what did that feel like? How did that mm-hmm. happen? Mm-hmm. How horrific had that been? You know, that, that's just yeah, terrible. Or, or, yeah, or, or I don't want to see it because I never want it to happen to me. Almost frightening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's very frightening. Burns are very, very frightening. And, um... But they happen, and they happen every day. Well, and they and, happen and every day know, in the U.S. Yeah, we've got a couple minutes to break, so I just want to say, what about finding relationships as you get older, having been a sperm survivor? That's interesting. I found that that very interesting in my life, and and uh, I, I I found that um, it really didn't matter to a lot of people. Really, which was. Very interesting. I was terrified. I thought no one would ever love me. No mm. one would ever care to see my body. No one would ever care to have a relationship with me. Um, and it was just quite the opposite. People loved me just as I am. Mm. That's really, that's so important and so special. We're going to go to break in a couple of minutes, but tell us how people can find you and tell us a little more about the Moonlight Fund. Uh, in terms of people uh, getting assistance? At the, the Moonlight Fund, you can find us at our website, uh, which is www.moonlightfund.org. We're also on Facebook, Moonlight Fund. Um, we have retreats each year for burn survivors across the U.S. Uh, we provide a lot of support. We're the largest nonprofit helping burn survivors here in the U.S. Um, That's great. We, we do all sorts of things from helping refurnish homes to clothing to emotional support. My, my phone for the last 21 years has been sitting next to my bed, and I've never stopped answering it. 
That was uh-huh. one of our our goals from the beginning is that if someone needs help, we're going to pick up the phone and answer them. And, you know, burn injuries don't happen 9 to 5. They happen 24-7. Mm-hmm. So it's a wonderful opportunity for people to get help. And then you said there's also emotional help, right? There's therapeutic help, too. Oh, yes. And it's not just me who answers the phone. We have so many wonderful volunteers, and many of them are burn survivors. You know, many of them, their homes have exploded. They've lost everything, but yet mm. they've come back and become part of the Moonlight Fund family, and and they're part of of who we are. And, and they're there, and they're available to talk to people and help them and walk them through this process and help them get back to the norm and help them understand that they're still who they were, that they yes. can get back. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest is Celia Belt. She's the founder of the award-winning Moonlight Fund, a nonprofit organization that provides financial and emotional assistance to burn survivors and their families. She's a burn survivor herself. We'll come back and talk more about survivor care tips right after the break, right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety channel follow us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn you are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com 
Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. My guest is Celia Belt. We're talking about survivor care tips. Celia Belt is the founder of the award-winning Moonlight Fund, Inc., It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization that provides financial and emotional assistance to burn survivors and their families. She is a burn survivor herself, and her book, her brand new book, is remarkably intact. Welcome back, Celia. Hi, Patricia. (laughs) Good, good to have you back. So talk about the book. How did the book happen and the response you're getting to it? Um. I'd been asked for years to write a book and had continually said no, and it took just that right person about five years ago sitting across from me. Um, I said yes. And so over a process of about five years, the book evolved and, um, you know, went through different processes and, you know, different decision-making and how are you going to publish, what are you going to put in it, and... You know, just how long should it be and what should the target audience be? And and um, it sat and it developed and this and that. And uh, then uh, this last uh, July 17th, I was in an accident and the book sat. And um, then two months later, my baby sister passed away of neuroendocrine cancer. And two months after that, my husband passed away. Mm. So at that point, I would walk by my office and look at the book and wonder, will the book happen? And should the book include, be, include any of this, any of my accident, any of my mm. baby sister leaving me, any of my husband? And my husband was such a huge supporter of the Moonlight Fund and of me uh, working pro bono and, and supporting the Moonlight Fund. And... Um, you know, so I had to take some time and regroup and, and look at it hard and and decide, you know, how was how was the book going to end? Um, was it going to include these these losses in my life? Because my sister was a supporter of the Moonlight Fund and my husband was and of course now with a major brain injury, I'm a different person. And was I going to include that in this book? And uh, in the end I include it all. Uh, because uh, from the very beginning of this book writing process, I knew the book had to be completely honest. Uh, In writing a book and sharing your life and ensuring your ministry, which is the Moonlight Fund, and the book is truly a love story about the Moonlight Fund. It's a love story about one woman who helped 10,000 people, and how did it start? It started with her burn and her life and her stories and ended up, in the end, with 10,000 people being helped. Of course, now I think we're right at 12,000. And so I added all those things and eventually published the book. And um, the thing that's been remarkable about the book for me and very touching is the people who reach out to me. And it's not just women, it's men who have reached out to me and have said that they're dealing with tragedy, trauma, um, abuse in their own lives through this book that they've managed to forgive some people who've harmed them through reading this book. And that is, is just the most um, heartwarming thing I've Mm -hmm. ever read is some of these letters I'm receiving. And I didn't expect that 
at all. And so that, for me, made it all worth it reading this book because I did yeah, not wonderful. want to write it. I did not want to put all my junk yeah. out there for people to read. And look what you did. And you've helped so many people. Celia, how did you get through those two deaths of people in your family in such a short time? I mean, I'm sure it, it, it's still impacting you, of course, but how did you move through that is my question. Um, with my sister, she was diagnosed at age 37 and given three years, so we knew. With my husband, it was so quick. It was glioblastoma brain cancer, mm. and... I had him for less than a month. So I can't, I, the only thing that has kept me together, and I'll be real honest, is my Moonlight Fund family, my mm-hmm. bird survivors, uh, mm-hmm. my soldiers, their wives. Uh, yeah. They have been the people who have held me together. They have been the people who have come out on weekends and, spent time with me, given me rides. I no longer can drive due to my brain injury, so they drive me. Um, mm. They have been the people who have called me up late at night and said, how are you doing? Mm. Um, they were the people who were at his funeral. The first three rows at his funeral were all filled with military members. Mm. And wow. uh, it was pretty special. It was pretty special because um, Randy gave so much to them very quietly. And uh, very quietly, the day of his funeral, they all came back and gave so much to him. Mm. Wow. Well, and so it's it, the book, it sounds like, was just so, so important, too. So very important that uh, yeah. that also gave you strength. Yeah, yeah, it has. And it's called Remarkably Intact because once upon a time, I was 20-something, and I could afford to go see a therapist. And I was sitting there, and he looked at me, and he said, you're remarkably intact. And I looked back at him. I said, you have got to be out of your mind. I'm the least (laughs) intact person on this earth. And I said, you need to take that back. I'm not intact at all. But those words stuck in my mind and so as we began the process of the book I looked up at the writer and one of the writers and I said remarkably intact Mm -hmm. and I told her the story and I I said I I believe that's the title and the Mm -hmm. subtitle is uh angels are no strangers to chains Mm. And that mm. came to me when I went to pick up my husband when I knew he had glioblastoma brain cancer. Yeah. He was in Iowa working on a job. Wow. And that 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 subtitle came to me because it, regardless of what we do on this earth, regardless of the good we do on this earth, we are no strangers to change. Right. This has been really special. Do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners? What would you like to leave them with, Celia? I would like to leave them with to find their own path, and it will not ever be straight or easy, but they will be fortunate to find their own personal stepping stones laid out before them like a masterpiece, Mm -hmm. and to not change one stone, and to experience and love every single stone laid out before them. That's beautiful. Really beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the program. Really, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you, Patricia. 
And again, you can log on to moonlightfund.org or you can write to Celia, C-E-L-I-A, at moonlightfund.org and the name of her book is Remarkably Intact. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Stay on the line for a minute, Celia. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Sign up for my newsletter, Patricia at patriciaraskin.com and I'll put you on my list. All right, folks. Uh, again, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.